Best Mm -hmm. thing is listening to Pikachu's cry, like when it's big, (laughs) and it's like (laughs) pee. Catch them is my real test. To train them is my cause. Pokemon! I will travel across the land, searching far and wide. It's Pokemon to understand the power that's inside. Pokemon! Can I catch it? I know it's my destiny. Oh, you're my best friend in a world we must defend. Pokemon! <laughs> <laughs> Our hearts are true. Wow, Our courage will pull us through. Impressive. You teach me and I'll teach you. Pokemon! Gotta catch them all. Welcome to Glasshouse Games and I'll review show reflections. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a killer intro though, right? We've, um, that is on. That I was recording. Oh. Yes! Yes! <laughs> That's I'm Alex in the edit. I'm joined by Sam. Hello. <laughs> Shay. Hi. And Jordan. Hi. This week, the game is Pokemon Sword and Shield, developed by Game Freak. You might know Game Freak from their early concept games, including Smart Ball and Pulse Man. <laughs> <laughs> or more realistically, you've heard of them as the developers of every mainline, mainline game in the highest grossing media franchise in history. What? Pokemon. Wait. Yes. More than Star Wars, more than Mickey Mouse. No. Wait for this. Fuck. More than Marvel, Harry Potter, and Barbie combined. No. What? That's not true. It's absolutely true. I don't believe you. Google it. <laughs> uh, no, wow. but really, it's like, it's well over, especially this is 19, uh, sorry, 2018 figures. It's well over 90 billion US dollar. Well, Pokemon Go was huge yeah Yeah. um i mean i was doing like a billion a year kind of thing but uh this is well since 1996 i guess and star wars is in like the i don't know 60 something billion (laughs) small change change, (laughs) but uh yeah wild and um they haven't really been involved in the development of many of the pokemon spin-off games like ranger and mystery dungeon or pokemon go but they've uh, Although everyone thought they were, right? Yeah. And their shares, didn't their shares go up? Uh, oh no, that was Nintendo shares. Yeah, it's probably Nintendo, which they, I guess they're involved in a way. Yeah. But um, uh, they definitely kept mm-hmm. the release slate full with 17 mainline Pokemon games released since 1996. That does include remakes and uh, like those definitive versions. Like Okay, starting from the first one. <laughs> oh oh we my god 17 what was the first one <laughs> do any of you know pokemon, it's not pokemon red, red. yeah oh red god. And blue? we've got a lot to learn here Jesus. Well, it was it was green right uh because so it that was, was in, japan. in yeah well in japan they had it all three at the same time i think red okay. green sorry yeah red blue and green um we never got we, green over here did we we didn't but we got yellow yeah that's what I was green's my favorite color but yellow was like the definitive it. version so mm. like that's one of those uh definitive versions that included that in this but we're just in the eighth generation of pokemon uh with you know red and blue being the first so, generation what, what, so what generation of pokemon are the millennials <laughs> <laughs> um 
I guess that would be X and Y. Wow, yeah, there's an answer. There's an answer. <laughs> that's the best part. Wouldn't that be Generation X? Uh, no, I think Generation X is black and white. Okay. Um, there's reasons for this, but <laughs> I don't want to expose myself. <laughs> uh, so how the review works? Uh, we've all played the game, presumably. Uh, maybe not to completion, but we're going to talk about our experiences with it, including that. Um, and we'll end with each of us giving an individual score to be popped into our specialty combobulator, <laughs> leaving us with an official glass house rating. So 1996, Pokemon Red and Blue. That's 25, just about, nearly, years ago. Years of Pokemon games. Um, I was six. Two. <laughs> <laughs> so it was actually released in Japan in 1996, okay. and then two years later in uh, the West. Do you know what's um, funny about when Pokemon first came to the West? I was in hospital because I was in hospital a lot when I was a kid. And I saw it on like, you know, when games make it big enough to get on morning television. And I saw them talking about Pokemon and I was like, what is this? And my mom was like, it'll never catch on. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Joke's on you, mother. Yeah. <laughs> well, if they ever do a biography about your life, that's the moment to put it in there. Never mm. catch on. Smash cut to this conversation. <laughs> biggest franchise ever. Uh, biggest media franchise. I mean, that's a wild bit. Yeah. But um. Jeez. I mean, I have a lot of history with the series. Does um, anyone else have any sort of experiences? Or even just playing other games? I really? haven't played... So before Sword, I hadn't played a Pokemon game since Pokemon Yellow, which was my one and only Pokemon game before that. Wow. So that is like 20 years between those games. So yeah, like... And I've never... And I liked Pokemon Yellow a bunch, but I largely wanted out of peer pressure um because everyone was playing pokemon um because i got it after everyone else as well but and i felt i was i've always felt like an idiot with pokemon that's my (laughs) overwhelming experience with pokemon is me going when do you get this how do you train that how do you catch this pokemon and people going sam obviously you do this and I think I think weirdly that's maybe part of why I have not played one for twenty years. Yeah, that's why I really really liked Let's Go Pikachu because it really mm. simplified mm. everything. And I was like, this is what Pokemon used yeah. to be. This is what I like. Is it? Do you feel the same way? Pretty much. Yeah. And I I don't really buy into the whole like nostalgia thing, but I was just like, oh, these are the ones I recognize because mm. I find that okay, like some of the older Pokemon are just ugly, but I found that a lot of the newer ones were just super ugly and I couldn't get into them a lo- because I of mean, that. Yeah, not yeah. Really, there's the... a lot of ugly Pokemon now. Yeah. Many. Well, not even just ugly, but kind of, well, we'll talk about that. But mm. uh, I got my first Pokemon game uh, when I was, I think, 10, and I was doing a scholarship exam to see if I could get into private school for no money. And as a reward, I had to do the exam on my birthday. Uh, on like my 10th or 11th birthday and as a reward i got a game boy and a copy of pokemon blue wow very good that's how i remember it anyway what about other any of the other games besides the first the very first series oh i used to play i used to play pokemon blue on you know on pokemon stadium on the n64 Mm. you got like a little thing that went in the back of your controller and you could put your pokemon game in there and on doduo (laughs) tower or dodrio tower you could play on triple speed so I used to do that when I was like 12, like before school, I would get up at like six, play Pokemon on triple speed to try and get through the Pokedex and evolve all my Pokemon to level 100. Wow. I really wanted a level 100 Magikarp. That was the goal. <laughs> it never happened for me. But the Challenge series? I've still got time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, well, I didn't play like the original ones. I played like Pokemon Silver. That was mm. my one. And I was like, this is the best because it's the only one I like. That was it. And I found like that was the best in like, 
I think that was the best range of Pokemon because they did the baby ones, right? That was when they introduced those, like Pichu and yeah. stuff. And, yeah, Igglybuff. Yeah. Igglybuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the baby of Jigglypuff. Igglybuff? <laughs> me, the Pokemon Jigglypuff. No, no, but Igglybuff. <laughs> I'm, I'm still, this name, Igglybuff. Yeah. What is that? Igglybuff, Jigglypuff, <laughs> Wigglytuff. <laughs> yeah. It makes perfect sense, Sam. Anyway, Shay, you were <laughs> okay. saying. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, um, Shay. Yeah, no. Uh, they introduced the baby ones, and Pichu was in Melee, so that was that connection mm. for me. Or Super Smash Bros. Melee, if yeah. you don't know. Um, so that was it. Everything comes back to fighting games for me, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was pretty much it. No, go for it. I just remembered on the subject of fighting games, because you, you must know about the, the Pokemon fighting game. Oh, oh, Pokken. Is it not called Peckin? I thought it was literally <laughs> just called Peckin. Peckish. Yeah, it's only but, bird But, but it's like two Ks. It's like almost like Tekken, but Pokemon. Yeah, Pokken. It's ridiculous. Totally, yeah. I love I it. I heard it's good, isn't it? It's actually pretty good, yeah. On my, on my keys, I have little keychains that are from the, based on this game. Mm. There's two of them, I know. It was a gift from a friend, and I just like them on their own, and then I found out they're from the Pokemon Do you know what Pokemon game. they are? They are just it's, Pokemon. No, it's, P- it's Pikachu, but in the different outfits. Oh yeah, because like, Pikachu got, has this um like wrestlers yeah persona, like, like the Mexican lucha. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. 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 Mm, get up. Um, I similarly was gifted Pokemon when I was eleven, I guess. Was it as a reward for doing a difficult exam? <sighs> I really can't remember. But what what it's funny because I I feel like Pokemon Blue, uh, is a really influential game in like my gaming life experience. I guess it's the first game I can remember ever staying up all night playing mm. uh with like a little flashlight because there's no backlight on the, oh, yeah. <laughs> on the game boy um and i mean nowadays i try so hard uh to avoid like min maxing in games like actively uh fighting an urge to do it and i feel like it's because of i feel like it's because of pokemon which is not like a good thing mm-hmm. but it's still something that it's affected uh, me to where like I mean I think back then and like Pokemon is obviously huge everywhere especially in um, you know the age range and everything and it's I think it was one of the first games uh, that was social for me uh, like beyond Golden Eye in the basement during sleepovers or something it was like a social experience because well all of our, myself and all our friends we were, were obsessing playing the game uh, finding uh, secrets in it, trading, right? Even inventing secrets it, <laughs> in it and everything, inventing myths about the game. Oh, like missing no. Yeah, missing no and like, you know, finding a Mew in a truck or whatever and like all of these things that are not, I mean, missing no is real. <laughs> but Did you do that thing where if you turned your game off while you were trading, you got clones? Of yeah, the yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's all sorts of matter of shit, but then like learning about, um, learning about just whatever that there's a store or hobby store or something where they're going to be having a tournament or trading session about with Pokemon. And that was really like, um, I don't want to say it was like a, something that clicked or a light bulb because I didn't become really into competitive gaming or something like that. But it was just that, that there was this world outside of just my group of friends that was existing and doing this thing. Uh, it felt like something big, you know, it felt like something uh, really big, at least to a, you know, 11 year old me. Um, <laughs> Um, well, and then you were, not, you were right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you did it. You called it. Uh, <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, and then two years later, I mean, Pokemon Gold uh, and Silver kind of blew my mind again. Um, I 
really like the beating that game mm. and then the realization that for the reward for beating your game is getting to go back to Kanto region and mm. playing a whole nother game. Mm. And then one of my favorite like boss fights of all time is is against Ash Ketchum from, you know, the, the anime has already become so big and everything. Um, and uh since I've played every single Pokemon mainline, <laughs> mainline game. Surprising nobody. Uh, <laughs> then, um, for better or for worse, I guess. Um, I never have really played any of the spin-offs aside from trying to have fun playing Pokemon Go. Mm. Um, trying. trying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if any, sorry for any Pokemon Go fans out there. Uh, it was nice for like the summer that it was mm. like big when it came out and everyone was doing it because like I would actually leave my house to like go for a walk and like yeah. Yeah, just seeing like all the monuments around it, Tottenham become like Pokestops was pretty cool. It affected my social life that mm. I had like my friends would hang out to play Pokemon Go and I didn't play Pokemon Go so I had to like I had to like schedule with them it's like when do you finish and then we can I, then we can hang out <laughs> like like i would show up to like they've been they've been spending like a couple of hours together and i showed up after and they were just like right i'm ready to go home and i was like i just got here but i didn't buy on principle like, i'm not caving i'm not not playing when they bring out digimon go then we'll talk but <laughs> until then i liked pokemon go until they introduced more Pokemon from the later games because yeah. I know all the first 150 and then even though I've played every every generation since then not enough that I've like memorized what all the Pokemon sure. are so as soon as they started introducing ones I didn't recognize I've just lost interest um I just don't like a lot of the newer designs I think like a lot there's some of them are cool mm. and there's ones they've added to evolution like um when Munchlax is one of my favorite Pokemon because Snorlax is one of my favorite Pokemon and Munchlax is great yeah <laughs> it's, it's great there's a little emoji on my discord server which is like Munchlax eating popcorn and it's like so good and um but a lot I don't know like a lot of them are just like because that, that was a thing playing through sword was just like some of these are adorable, yeah. but there's a lot of ugly Pokemon in this mm. game. And and when you're catching them and you want to have your little squad of like um, nice Pokemon, remembering that like there are like loads of ugly ones kind of spoiled of it. Yeah, and there's been, I think, a fair amount through all the generations. Uh, I mean, even from the first one. Um, I know because my greatest gaming accomplishment slash shame <laughs> which we're when positive I told, so I'm all when I told Shay uh, she balked in a vicarious embarrassment oh no <laughs> uh, I have a complete living Pokedex <laughs> uh, since generation one uh, <laughs> yep. do you ever meet like a nerd that you want to like stuff in a locker <laughs> <laughs> Wow! <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, maybe this is a lot of me. I'm just impressed. That is every single. Work. That's every single evolution and form from Bulbasaur, all, <laughs> all the way up to now, uh, Eternatus. Uh, <laughs> I'm just. I really don't know how to feel about this. Yeah. I see. I, I knew you were, but I didn't realize like how big a deal Pokemon. Here's the thing. That's I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to defend. <laughs> No, I'm I'm all on board. I I have no, it's twenty five years, and it's not actually that difficult to just catch the new ones, because you've I with uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's my whole life. <laughs> oh my goodness! Keep it together, Alex. <laughs> Imagine doing anything for that long. Oh, it's uh, giving I'm me. I'm gonna have it, but the thing is that I haven't like played 
uh, it's not like I've put in hundreds of hours into each game.、Mm-hmm. I've just played through each game、mm. and just kept like caught the new ones. What would you do if you lost it? It's online. It's on the yeah Pokemon. What、whatever. would you do if it got hacked and deleted? <sighs> he's be done. He's、I、got、guess. it written down. <laughs> he's got it all logged. He's well, got it printed. We know now. It's yeah, you know、so、it's, it's permanent now.、Um, I think Final Fantasy. I, th- I was because I was just like I don't know if I've ever played any series that long. I think the only one is like Final Fantasy that I've stuck with, and even then I'm not like. Mad into new Final Fantasies, but there's no like、degree. continuation, right? I mean, from Final Fantasy to yeah, like, but yeah. I mean, as far as like carrying over, like, yeah, 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 yeah. carrying there's, over. Yeah, there's nothing. I mean, that's that's the explicit point、it's、of、like、Final Fantasy. They don't people logging onto their Neopets accounts, <laughs> and still having their Neopets for like twenty years. It's just. I think、ooh. the only thing I've been keeping going that long is my emotional trauma. That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs>、uh, maybe we've got a lot more in common. Um, <laughs> the so the main new features or、uh, gimmick in Pokemon Sword and Shield is、uh, Dynamaxing,、oh. uh, <laughs> and related、Speaking、to that, ugly Pokemon, <laughs> Gigantamaxing,、um, and so this did away with、uh, the previous gimmick that was introduced two generations ago, which was Mega Evolutions.、Um, both of these introductions were met with、um, both. Sorry. Mega evolutions then and now Dynamaxing met with mixed response, but Dynamaxing much more negatively. Really?、Uh, well, I love it. I think in a large part because it did away with a feature that had been around for seven years、mm. um, and like had become part of whatever. I mean, for better or for worse, it had become part of the universe and the community and all if that. If there's one thing gamers hate, it's change.、Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I are there thoughts on sort of a de-evolution of a series that's so ongoing. I think with Mega Evolution, whatever, it had become part of the part of the Pokemon universe,、uh, and I'm sure there's not very many、uh, passionate opinions about Mega Evolution in general. But the question <laughs> well, is no, more、I、about just, like a de-evolution of a series. They're and, like, in a really difficult place, the Pokemon series, because like there's been, and I'm sure we'll mention this, but there's this whole Dexit thing, right? <laughs>、yeah. With people getting upset because this game doesn't have, so for like your living Pokedex, right?、Mm. You can't bring all of your Pokemon into this game because the Pokedex isn't. There in、yeah. this game for the first time in the series, you can't have all the Pokemon from the previous games. People are upset about that, but like with a series like this that has been going for twenty five years or whatever, it's it. They're in a difficult place because people want improvements, but then they also hate change, like you said, Sam. And like they want something new in every game, and they get really upset when they don't get something new that makes it worth getting the new game. But then they also hate when old features are taken away.、Mm-hmm. So the Pokemon Company or Game Freak are in this position where they have to make. Everything that they've done for the past twenty-five years, plus new stuff every But, time. Do they care? Because wasn't this like the best-selling Pokemon for sure? Yeah, ages? for ages. But not only just like you know those points that you said. They also have to make it appeal to children because at、mm. the end of the day, it's a toy. Like it's for the kids of today. So. Essentially, like tell us about、mind. the kids of today, Shay. They're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> But this is why I loved Let's Go. Yeah, I was like, this is a way to bring Pokemon to a new generation、mm-hmm. of players who don't need to know all of the thousand Pokemon that now exist. Yeah, there's an interesting thing though. Matt、uh, Matt Jones, when I was staying with him, had a whole th- we had a discussion about Pokemon. This was when Detective Pikachu was、mm. coming out because one of the interesting things about Detective Pikachu is they filmed it around here, so a lot of it's filmed up at Liverpool、yeah. Street and Old Street and stuff. And Matt had a theory that that was a deliberate choice to tap into the fact that the biggest like active community of like Pokemon fans are of a certain generation, 
and therefore and a lot of that generation like moved into <laughs> certain areas of london and are familiar with shoreditch mm. and stuff and he wondered if it was a calculated move in that degree so but it, but the, the point of that though is like as much as it is aimed at children they must to a degree know that like a large portion of their like most active fans oh, cool. and yeah. are like are are people that did play pokemon yellow or whatever back in the day mm. um and i know that i I mean i'm not a lapsed fan because i just I, I just never became a fan i guess but i know a lot of people similar to me who haven't played pokemon forever and this is the one that got them round mm. back into it and i mm. think part of that's because it's on the switch yeah. it's on a main console again the thing that handheld. got me is that it's set in the uk <laughs> that was the thing that got me wanting to play it it's, it's i think that's and again, though, that like tapping into that data future, that people were wondering: is, is this because like there's is there a big market from the UK? Was this a, like you know who calculated a move? Was this to like? But they did it with the... which one was set in France? Was that, that was like, X and Y. X and Y, yeah. yeah. So they've done it with other places, like the one that's set in Hawaii. Yeah, or like, that was the last yeah. Sun and Moon, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know things. Um, just on the topic of like mega evolutions, what the heck is that? <sighs> Tell me about it. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, it was a thing that they, well, it was just another gimmick, sort of like Gigantamaxing, sure. Dynamaxing, whatever. Um, I per- personally <laughs> felt uh, that it was quite like, uh, so what I like about an element of Pokemon that I like, I mean, is whatever the evolutions and how there's fucking <laughs> but uh evolution so mega evolutions just felt like this this lazy way to create new evolutions of old pokemon mm. um there was so, like mega charizard yeah so like bringing back oh. the old school ones and trying to uh. give them new life both in like new life so that people would actually use them because there's been an incremental power creep of every single in every single generation you know all the new pokemon are always new more powerful or whatever than the old ones to try and get people to use the new ones uh but then they realized after so many generations that uh, all the first gen, second gen Pokemon are so weak in comparison. So they added Mega Evolutions, which in the first iteration, <coughs> X and Y, uh, there was only Gen One Pokemon's had uh, Mega mm-hmm. Evolutions, uh, at least at first, um, because they were trying to give you know like a new breathe new life into. <laughs> Stop this looking at me, Mike. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm uh, learning so much. They were trying to breathe new life into the Gen One Pokemon, um, and uh, fine, but like. There were so many of those Pokemon that were in their first stage or second stage where they could have just been given an, a, a third evolution. Mm. Uh, something that didn't you didn't have to break like some canon or universe rules because, you know, there is obviously some some <laughs> the kind of writing that they have to involve if that they have to invoke to try and explain why there's all of a sudden mega evolutions sure. is gets really ridiculous. And sure, I'm sure a lot of people don't play Pokemon for the story or whatever, but it just feels like these gimmicks, it was one of the first big game-changing gimmicks that they added uh, and kind of opened the door for something like Dynamaxing. And it feels like that thing where it's been around for a long time, they've got to do something. Uh, yeah. But in the end, it just ends up feeling kind of lazy. Here's the thing about Dynamaxing, though. So there's a sign in the game in this in Sword and Shield that you read in one of the routes, and it says that Dynamaxing is when Pokemon make it appear as if they are bigger than they actually are, implying that they're not actually growing. It's like a visual trick. 
like mirrors in the stadium. Yeah, <laughs> like a bunch I of just, car mirrors. All, all, all I care about <laughs> is the entertainment factor. Every time I got a Pokemon and made it, every time I found a Pokemon that I particularly Gen One ones that I liked mm-hmm. and was like. I want to see it big. And yeah, it's great. But that isn't it the same size on your screen? Like, no, it's actually, you, you like... see big Snorlax towering over an entire stadium okay. was like, yeah. yes. It's good with like, um, what's the one that's like a like a bear trap? I can't remember what it's called. Oh. Stunfisk. That's the oh, okay, one. Yeah. Yeah. Stunfisk looks terrifying, enormous. And a lot of them do, right? And I think that's the, the fun of it is just like, whereas with Mega Revolution, only a few Pokemon could Mega Evolve. Yeah. In this one, any Pokemon can yeah. Dynamax. You just make it big and it's, it's just funny. But like it I just, just, it's just entertaining. The best thing me. is listening to Pikachu's cry, like when it's big, and it's like <laughs> pee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you've got Gigantamaxing, which is kind of like Mega Evolution. Kind of, yeah, because they I, have a new form. My only, I mean, besides, I, I feel like it's a little bit bland. Okay, they're bigger, great, yeah. but it's a little bit like they've kind You're of written, they've written themselves. They've just kind of written themselves into a corner here because mm. it was very much part of the story that Dynamaxing is. Galar specific mm-hmm. because of the whole whatever power hot spots, hot, yeah, yeah. Hot spots. <laughs> and so it just feels like it's gonna it's another feature that's gonna disappear yeah. uh, and like not be brought forward and then there's all of whatever it just feels like they're brewing for another kind of you've taken this away now mm. um, which is not in and of itself a thing because I guess a lot of this comes down to like how should a game sit on its own mm. when it's part of such a history of a game like mm. 25 years of Pokemon, do we look at this game, Sword and Shield, as just Sword and Shield, which is easy, maybe, you know, this is the first one you've played. I mean, in 20 it's very years. easy for me. Um, versus just being like a block in the chain of an ongoing series. One thing that they're, that it, it seems really weird about it is that because they go from like region to region and there's a new Pokedex in each region, it kind of, and I thought this with the very first time they did it with Gold and Silver, I was like, do these people not know about the other place and the other Pokedex? Like there are people in Kanto or whatever who know about all the Pokemon that there are in Kanto, mm-hmm. but they have no idea about any of the Pokemon that exist in Johto. Like is the universe of Pokemon a world in which the countries are so separate from each other that no one knows? They're Except in... they can't be, right? Because they travel to... Yeah, I mean, do you want the real answer or do you guys want to talk about it? They're, they exist in anarcho-syndicate uh, communities and they do not integrate on any federal level at all. Um, but they do sometimes travel to you and you get to trade with them like mm. the new I mean the terrifying Galarian types of existing Pokemon like Meowth mm. awful yeah. what a horrible change <laughs> oh hideous I, I love it because it's so hideous <laughs> I'm just that I'm just like it's like it's like mangy and ugly and I'm just like yes love it I love it so I much. think a lot of the Galarian forms were kind of built around like pollution and industrial yeah, revolution yeah, like type stuff. And, yeah. and the um, coral Pokemon. Yeah. Surfetched is the best gimmicky Pokemon I've of the I quite setting. liked the, so as far as like all these gimmicks and stuff as mm-hmm. exploration in the Pokemon series, I actually quite like the regional variants because they feel like that's a way to breathe new life into mm-hmm. an old Pokemon, old Pokemon yeah. that is then like very easy to write in anywhere because you're like, oh yeah, this is the, the regional variant. It's confusing when you're trying to figure out what types Pokemon are. Like, I love the new Ponyta, mm-hmm. my cotton candy princess <laughs> yeah. pony. Yeah. Beautiful. But, like, not a fire type, and I have to keep reminding myself of that. Like, she's a yeah. fairy psychic. Also, fairy. What, like, good against dragon, bad against steel. Yes. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Too. My Snorlax Sorry. just sits on everything. I stopped caring about types <laughs> hours well, ago. Well, normal types are great because there's nothing that is 
super effective against fighting. Oh, no, fighting, apart from yeah. fighting. Yeah, okay, sorry. <laughs> but Snorlax but can fight as well. Snorlax Shay? is just the I best. just, I, because I didn't know if we were going to get to this later. The types thing bothered me. Why is everything two types? Stay one. That's it. <laughs> like, why do you need to be both? It's fine. You can just be one. It's all right. It was so jarring because I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. Like, this bug is weak to fire, but then it'll be like bug and steel or like bug and rock. I'm like, what? Pick a lane. It's so <laughs> jarring. Like, and everything was like that. Cause, um, what's his name? Right, Ryham? Rayham? Oh, I liked him. I, I liked had a him. huge crush on him. I loved him. But I had <laughs> such that? a. The, the one who like, he always had his hand on his hip. I was like, ooh. We <laughs> <laughs> had like his hands like behind his head. I was yeah. Like, oh, ooh. I mean, yeah. no, no points as to who my favorite trainer in this game was. Nessa. BD. Oh no, they're not actually a trainer. They're, they're one of your like rivals, I guess. What's her name? Oh, Marnie. She has the the uh, oh, front undercut. Yeah, Marnie. Oh yeah, Marnie. <laughs> um, yeah, I, like how dare you? How dare no, no, you? she was she was my girlfriend. But like, <laughs> he was like uh, the dragon awful. trainer. He um like all of his types were like two types, and yeah. it was like dragon and steel, or like dragon and rock, and there was like I think there was one of his like team that wasn't dragon at all i think it was just rock because i had to like a grass type in my the party. one, I was like, the one that gigantamaxes into a, the shard oh yeah geraldon snorlax what would a galarian snorlax look like if they'd done one like a uk specific snorlax just a little bow time just that exact same, just a little bow tie. That's what I would have done. That would have been so good. Very or good. a monocle. Just one little accessory, nothing else. So, minigames have been a staple of Pokemon uh, since inception, really. Um, some of them great, some fun, many of them terrible. <laughs> Ex examples? Uh, terrible minigames? Yeah. Uh, camping. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, the camping in this. Yeah. Hey, so, what? all of the minigames in Pokemon, previous whatever, uh, have been removed and replaced with camping. Um, even camping. like the, all those camping. games going alright so let's talk about camping <laughs> <laughs> reason I love camping cooking curry and list of curries to cook question then yeah <laughs> when's the last time you went camping and cooked curry oh no never <laughs> this is just a weird like Japanese idea of like you've never been camping <laughs> and cooked curry camping I is the worst one real life, in real life. I have to sleep outside in nature. The air is too fresh, gross, and there's like bugs everywhere. Wow, you're no. more of a city girl than I oh, realize. Truly Holy shit. nasty behavior. I like mm -hmm. camping. <laughs> only, I no, I only like it in the game. I would never do it in real I life. I love it in both. <laughs> the cooking mini game is a little bit funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when like you completely see Snorlax, I'll get a screenshot of this later. But I had one of Snorlax when I cooked the curry, and it's just Snorlax went like, <laughs> just like it just. Completely unironically, unironically, oh, it says hold A to put your heart into it. Yeah, <laughs> cooking Love requires it. heart. Yeah. I so I I really didn't understand the the cooking because I was like, 
it none of like the mechanics had an impact on whether or not it was good it was about your ingredients like uh, i was just like what is this not necessarily <laughs> you had to spin until there were like sparkles coming out <laughs> oh and, and yeah you had to do it at the right like frequency to get the sparkles coming out and then you had to make sure that that your heart went into it at exactly the right moment i mean my was like perfect. this is what you're the expert yeah. on right now <laughs> this this and shopping my two favorite things about this game it's just like because i guess i just did everything perfectly so i was like i don't know like i haven't done it bad for it to have come out poorly so i was like well what is it's this it's great because it heals your pokemon up and stuff you play fetch with your pokemon that's it that's all i care about and they talk to you and they're like they're like it's like Snorlax wants to go play. And you're like, okay, okay. <laughs> Actually, my Snorlax just wanted to talk all the time. And I was like, I have so much time for you. Let's, what did I call oh, your ma? That's what I called my Snorlax. I think that I... <laughs> <laughs> the rest of my Pokemon were named after the cast of Trainspotting. Um, <laughs> except for my Grookey, which was named after William Wallace. Very good. What were you going to say? Um, <laughs> I think can you that the um, kind of the irony of maybe why specifically i didn't really enjoy the camping uh in this game as far as a mini game or whatever el even el element in pokemon sword and shield is that camping feel like real camping um or whatever feels like it's so intertwined with a sense of adventure and discovery uh mm -hmm. and friendship and exploration which is uh should be something like inherently perfect for a pokemon game uh, considering those are kind of the main themes of the series, mm -hmm. I feel like. Uh, but this is also kind of my biggest issue with this iteration of the game, of the series, I should say. Like, I never, I don't think I ever once felt like I was on an adventure mm. in the game. No, because you're following like, a predetermined yeah, I, route, right? I never, any kind of supposed adventure, I feel like there's some some sense of perilousness. And I never once that felt that in peril <laughs> you and know? a big part of that i think was because at, at each stage with all the like wider stuff that was going on in galar or whatever you however the country is galar that's galar. where i'm from <laughs> whatever you was going on in galar <laughs> <laughs> it was all like stuff that no one was really letting you get involved with yeah like you kept getting like a, oh don't worry like we'll go and handle this you just carry on fighting in the tournament or whatever mm. and you're like but think some bad shit seems to be going down it's on like, the flip don't worry side, about though, it don't worry about it yeah. I, I do agree that the lack of peril does did, did mean that this didn't feel like an adventure but it did feel very leisurely, which I really liked. Sure. I, 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 beforehand, I was like, this Pokemon game is just, for me, it was just, it was really nice. <laughs> and mm. that's why I kept playing it. It was just like, it was so, which on a lot, which I get is not necessarily a good thing. But for me, it was just like, so nice, like just jumping in. Like there's enough engagement that I wasn't my I wasn't switched off, but it was just like very chill, and it was just like right, I'll feed my Pokemon, we'll go and fight some Pokemon, we'll go to the <laughs> tournament. It was just and it's nice, and because it's that like romanticized version of the UK, except for where you inexplicably go to like a Mexican town for some yeah, reason. What was that about? <laughs> They that. were just like the UK is boring. Let's just throw this in here. I mean, um, they're not wrong. They're but, not wrong. Um, <laughs> um, I, I, the thing with it being leisurely, though, because I'm into games where it's just like tell me where to go from A to B. I'm like, 
great. But it just felt so manufactured at every turn. I was like, well, I'm, I know that this is going to happen. I know it, there's no, like, I even though it's sort of tedious, I did like in the older games where you'd have to kind of go back on yourself because you didn't have certain moves. Mm. They completely took away that kind of exploration element. So yeah. it went from feeling like leisurely to just, oh, okay. Because they literally tell you, okay, now it's time to go to Route 7. Like yeah. it's Yeah, they flag it on your yeah, map. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. And it's just, I mean, there's no dungeons or no. and like the cave is just mm. on rails pretty much mm. uh, but I it mean, did have those coal pokemon in that was pretty cool <laughs> they were cool uh, i mean as it's frustrating because on the one hand i'm like yep totally agree but on the other hand i'm like when i cut i've become that old person now but when i come in from a day's work <laughs> i'm just like see so having a, a game where i really could just like i'm like yeah just tell me i can't be i can't be fucked figuring it out and like just being really chill and nice and then the, the things that i cared about when mm. playing this game which was one catching new pokemon and i got to you know name them and stuff and the other thing was the fashion for my mm. trainer those are the two things i cared about and so the, the other stuff which i don't which i do agree i think diminishes the you know the potential of what this game could be nonetheless was like for me this particular vibe of what i wanted when i got my switch was like yeah, I just I just want something I'm really very low engagement yeah. because yeah, I just I, because I play so many games, it was it was really refreshing to have something that was so thoughtless in a way. I think you touched on something though that was a kind of a key element of what like I felt was missing uh is that like that sense of bonding. And I think mm -hmm. actually because I didn't have I didn't have the peril, I didn't have the danger yeah, you don't or adventure. Go through anything with I wasn't your doing yeah, I was doing something. I was more like the my Pokemon were just my pets, not mm. my partners. Yeah. Like in, in other Pokemon games, your Pokemon are saving you. Like mm. they're they're working with you and like whatever getting you out of danger and all of this. Yeah. And as a key to like that partnership, you need those perilous times. You need to see that. Uh but then when it's something was so sort of A to B to B to C kind of thing. It just felt like yeah. they were just and they yeah. kind of threw all the peril in at the end <laughs> after the tournament. Oh uh, yeah, all of a sudden, mm. yeah, Swordwood. Oh god, and that the climax and was Shieldbert. <laughs> <laughs> Swordwood and Shieldbert. You'll get there. <laughs> I've definitely bullied those kids. Um, so we touched on it a little bit earlier uh, with Dexit. Uh, there was a fair amount of gamer outrage leading up to really? the release of this game um partly Never due to rage Never. <laughs> partly due to some of the things we discussed uh but largely due to yeah that about half the pokemon that had existed previously in the series would not be appearing in this game good and that players would have to wait for future games quote unquote maybe uh i think <clears throat> a lot of well i have to imagine a lot of the um outrage <laughs> was exacerbated by the excuses that Game Freak had uh, made claiming that they uh, had to recreate all the Pokemon assets for the new engine with the new hardware and all of that uh, and balancing blah 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 but then like I don't know somebody showing that all of the assets many of the assets were reused wireframes from uh, Let's Go and all of this and whatever but it's sort of like uh, this it became this big thing with Game Freak lied hashtag on Twitter trending um was anybody following any of this pre-release on the peripheral but only in the so the one the one thing that came up consistently that actually was the main thing that came to count which is was people talking tearing the graphics and stuff and like mm -hmm. oh it's so cheap and bad mm. and stuff the first time i saw it in person was at my friend's house and they had a their switch docked and they had it on the big screen and 
I thought it looked great, like really sharp and looked really nice and colorful and stuff. And I was really like, I was like, what are they fucking moaning about? Like, I don't, I don't know if the expectation was that somehow this would be, I, because I've talked to some people that genuinely thought that this new big mainline Pokemon game would be the Zelda Breath of the Wild yeah. of Pokemon games, which is for me, I mean, not following the series was an absurd expectation. Well, is it absurd though? Because if we're talking about the most highest grossing media franchise of all time, I mean, Game Freak has got to have yen coming out their years. As far I don't as think like, it's a thing of cost though, but like time and like, you know, like Breath of the Wild was in the making for a while. And, and also, I just, I think the expectations of what Pokemon fans want out of Pokemon, and we talked about change and stuff, like, and, and as, as much as like, you're as a Zelda fan were rank up for Breath of the Wild, but generally, like I think the the expectation of like Pokemon has to has to has a, has a very rigid format that it has to adhere to, to to even exist, like in terms of catching Pokemon and stuff. Like I don't know, like as I, I mean, I'm not saying it's it's I, impossible that I, that kind of Pokemon game could exist. I just I just feel like like once they announced it, it was like just just adjust expectations in line with what they've announced, right? Do you not think though? Sorry, did you want to No, say? I just I feel like Shay maybe has been No, just on the topic of like a Breath of the Wild like Pokemon cross, I literally I literally can't think of anything worse if they'd made this like open world in that sense. Oh my god. That's, yeah, but that's, that's what seems you... what some people wanted though. They wanted yeah. this big open world experimental Pokemon game. How did you feel about the wild area then? Cuz that was open world. Kind of, kind of, like the looser sense, which I guess is a good thing, because like, I mean, all I did was use it to farm the XP candies. Mm. That was it. I was like, <laughs> jump in, do some fights, and then jump out. Like, didn't I really bounced off of it? I did some raids over Christmas. Oh, cute. Oh, yeah, some like four person. You know, we all. Well, I mean, it only worked like one time out of ten. But like <laughs> all getting our switches together. And I wanted to do cute. that, but yeah. then. It never happened. I was, in a sense, excited about the wild area. Mm. I was, in a way, excited about sort of visual, like being able to see the overground Pokemon. I guess that's not just in the wild area. Uh, but the no more random battles did feel like it was going to be sort of I, I mean, I'm good. That's, that's a change. Yeah. I am very happy about it. But I thought it was shit, to be yeah. honest. Like the wild area, I mean, not just wild mm. area, everywhere there's so many fucking Pokemon yeah. that are crammed into a thing. And it's like, first, why? Like, I don't understand why there's 20 Machamps in this, like, <laughs> five by five square foot piece of grass on the on the ground and then you'll they're be all like, buddies yeah but no but you'll be walking by and then they'll like spot you and then come sprinting <laughs> off you. <I'm> like, <laughs> that was my favorite <laughs> cycle so when you when you like watch them come and i was like yes come and get crushed by I snorlax bring that. it so it felt like this this feature that was supposed to like make the world feel more alive but in the end it just felt like a, a parody it was almost it was ridiculous I wonder um, if I wonder if the fact that I don't care about this is just I have such like I haven't played one since Yellow, so I feel like my expectations of where Pokemon should be at now are like wow it's fancier than Pokemon Yellow <laughs> so much has changed. Yeah, I wonder what it would be like if you hadn't played any Pokemon game ever, mm. uh, compared to having like that experience yeah, because, with like an old school game. Because because I, I definitely agree with these points, right? Like the the wild areas do not feel equivalent to. I mean, to take say Zelda Breath of the Wild, like mm. the, the world does not feel as alive as that. Yeah, and Good. or most. <laughs> okay, but <laughs> let's posit a thing. Like, I mean, let's say that. So the you said that uh, you know. Pokemon was never going to spend that much money and time to create 
But uh, I don't. I would say they would never l- win on that scale. But I, I guess just like. But even being... no, no Pokemon. I feel like every Pokemon game. I mean, having not played the series, this is purely based on observation. But every Pokemon game up to this point does not feel out of step with what the current Pokemon game is. It's not like every Zelda game leading up to Breath of the Wild was a big budget thing, big massive release, mm-hmm. like. Every Pokemon game before this, and again, maybe I'm wrong, I've not played them, but has felt like a handheld game. So the fact that this was closer to that did not feel like my expectations. I was like, yeah, it's not it's not a big budget thing. like Which maybe the price, with the price tag it has attached is, un, is not unreasonable to expect it would be more than yeah, that. Yeah, and that there's, I guess, like they even do two you know, versions where if, like, they're even asking diehard fans or whatever to buy two of them mm. if they want it, or they have to rely on... A friend. Uh, yeah, but... Um, well, we know Pokemon fans don't have friends. As far as... I guess what I was trying to say before is, like, even if they were with however cheap whatever Game Freak is trying to cut corners and stuff, they had all of those assets from Nintendo from something like uh, Breath of the Wild. If you had even just repackaged like taking the world, removed all the Zelda elements, added towns, added dungeons or whatever into that world, even instance dungeons or, or routes or whatever you want to say. I mean, I don't feel any of us are, well, I feel, as an as a amateur game dev, I feel qualified sure. enough to uh, say not that easy. <laughs> no, I'm not, but I'm, I'm not saying it's that easy either. But yeah, and it, I don't think that it would have all of a sudden been the same amount of development time. But all I mean is that they have infinite resources to make a game and do at least some amount of experimentation like you're saying that okay, Pokemon has an expectation for, uh, for you, Pokemon has an expectation that maybe because the primary audience uh, is kids, which I I mean I don't have any data or whatever, but still like does that expectation of like being kid friendly, but then well, I mean, still Breath do of, that. Breath of the Wild was still aimed at kids, sure. Right? But I mean so. you can still do that. They could theoretically still do Pokemon Sword and Shield eighth gen standard one and still experiment in some kind of. Uh, do you think then cynically mm. then do you think the reason that they don't spend that kind of money is just because they don't have to yeah they don't i mean have this to. this I, sold i think that's extremely well so i don't think you have to be cynical at all considering that uh all of that gamer outrage about only half the pokedex thing has now sort of come to light as kind of justified in the sense that they announced the dlcs where the rest of the pokedex will be available through the dlcs so you're pretty much like they've announced this game came up with these excuses for it uh, for not having half the Pokemon in the Pokedex, uh, and then, yeah, announced DLCs six months later. But isn't it better to have DLC than to have to buy a whole separate game? But why? But they already had them. They already had them ready for the game, and instead of just putting them in the game, they released them as well. Paid we, I mean, I feel like we can't claim that they had them ready to go in the game. <laughs> I feel like we can't assume that that is necessarily the case. Yeah, it does seem like they're still working on them, the ones that are coming out in the DLC. I can't imagine that they're still working on, like, the orig- the Pokemon that they're using the same assets for that were from the previous I mean, games. I mean, I don't know. Like, if you, I mean, you've ever tried to make a game, like, you change one thing and the whole thing fucking cloud. Like, I can, I can believe that there's a lot of develop time just moving yeah. one asset from one thing to the other. I guess other. it would be in, like, better faith if it was just free because... Obviously, I know we live in a capitalist society, but like if they but just I mean, release it, as they also like, make a lot of money. Like the yeah, decks, I mean, yeah, even you know. just having the new features, new po- even the mm. new Pokemon, the mm. new Pokemon behind the DLC. It just, yeah. I mean, this isn't something that I'm like particularly passionate about as far as like the because all the, I already have all the old Pokemon <laughs> in the decks, but it's more like. Um, it I don't just, think it, just, it definitely like sort of leaves a sour taste. I think, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, in the whole production of it. But I mean, I was optimistic actually. I was sort of counter to all that outrage before, 
the game because I felt like, oh, it's finally an opportunity to rebalance and trim the fat because there's a lot of bad Pokemon uh, mm. that exist. And I thought, oh, great, there's going to be less Pokemon. They're going to get rid of all of the bullshit ones and take time to rebalance and not have to deal with all of this like mega evolutions and uh, whatever that they can just start again with all the good ones, redo the stats or whatever so that they're all balanced, whatever. But it just wasn't any of that. It was just because they were... Well, maybe that's what they wanted to do. And then all this outrage happened. So they were like, that well, crap, like I yeah. guess we've got to build some DLC and bring all the other Pokemon in. I mean, one way, one way or the other, it just it doesn't... It's, a, it's not what you wanted. One way or the other. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. The motivation. I was glad that there weren't a thousand Pokemon in this. Well, game. there will be. <laughs> well, not I mean, it wouldn't make a difference it, guess, to me because but... I'm still only going to capture a Snorlax and then give up after that because you only need a Snorlax. Okay, we should talk a little bit about uh, the distinctly new features, I think, um, sort of unbridled with concession. Um, well, new or even old and good ones, um, such as fashion. <laughs> My sole motivation for getting through the game was getting to the next town so that I could explore the new <laughs> shops. The, because you didn't get... Okay, so I'm a person who wears a lot of dresses. Sure. The first few towns, the dress tab in the shops didn't have anything in it. Bullshit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was like waiting to get to the town that finally let me buy dresses. Can't and I now the game have. catered to the bit. <laughs> <laughs> it was very like, I mean, I'd be interested to hear what you think mm. about this, Shay, but like they had some really interesting stuff in there in the clothing choices. They did. So I was like, because I started the game, I was like, mm, I can't really decide on what I want my character to look like. And like with the hair options, I was like, mm, this is not going to look like me. So fine. Throw it balls to the wall. Um, I gave my character like a bob. And so she kind of looks like Anna Wintour. So I was like, okay. And then I made it platinum. I gave her glasses, like round black glasses. I was like, okay, we're going full on stylist. So I went to the shop and like, I didn't find anything for ages. I was like, this is not good. But then as you went to the different towns, obviously things got better, more expensive. <laughs> I found like some of the jackets were really cool. Yeah. Like she's wearing like this really cool, like puffer jacket. It's white. She's wearing like this paisley shirt. I think I swapped the paisley shirt like a plain white one i was like okay i can play around with stuff it was like surprisingly like customizable which mm. i wasn't expecting mine looks exactly like me <laughs> it's like <laughs> so it's got the br like the brunette bob brown eyes like eve i even changed because i've got new glasses none of you noticed but i've got new glasses <laughs> and i changed my glasses on my pokemon avatar to be more like these ones um and i've got like a dress like you, have you seen that like that pink dress that i've got that's like buttoned down and it has a big bow on yes. the front mm. so i've got that dress they didn't have a pink version but they had a red one and it has a pink bow so i've gone for that and i've got my black boots Wow. <laughs> like I'm wearing today uh, and, and a pair of tights because it's cold in Galar I've got to assume because it's based on the UK my character doesn't go fuck but it was interesting you mentioned that because the thing that made me excited about getting the game was everyone showing me their trainers mm. and all everyone everyone yeah the yeah, cards, yeah. Um, they've been sharing them on like Twitter and stuff and the, th the consistent thing was people making them look like themselves mm. and that was the thing I wanted to get out on so yeah my my trainer also looks exactly like me um, including because I got the game just after I got glasses so that was like it was the first kind of like oh I'll put glasses in my character now that's the thing and um and yeah I think I think <clears throat> I've got like a bomb black bomber jacket and like and just all black and big boots and jeans um 
I do as a as a nod to my heritage have a like plaid tartan backpack <laughs> but in black. Um, so you were saying about the hair options not being particularly good. How did you find that? Because I I don't know what Pokemon's been like in the past with like racial diversity i was gonna say actually just in terms of like people being able to make their characters yeah. look like them never been able to not really anyway but what i that found sucks. in terms yeah i know the only good thing about this game though is that my mum was also black mm. and i was like oh cute that was it <laughs> that was the only good thing in terms of the, i think there's like one like textured hair option but i was like it looks bad so well, they've, bob. they've made this version of the uk quite racially diverse yeah. I, I feel like because like even hop and like leon i was like oh okay like they're really sort of leaning into that whole thing i was like sure Pokemon. i wasn't able to um make my trainer look like myself because they wouldn't allow me to give a 10 year old boy a beard <laughs> <laughs> Is how many age you're supposed to be in the game? Ten. Yeah, well, I think that's sort of a canon. All like right. always first started. <laughs> that didn't even occur to me. <laughs> God, no justice for the people who went through puberty early. God's sake. <laughs> uh, some of the other new features, uh, which are realistically like staples of each new entry. You get more new Pokemon. Uh, the region itself is always new. Um, this time was in lovely, well, Britain, at least the inspiration was uh, for Gala region. What was your favorite town? Winden. Oh, London. London. Okay. <laughs> what one's Winden? The one that you get to at the end that's like the big city. I don't city, think I've reached it. Has Big Ben. Oh. I don't think I got there. Yeah, I haven't got there. And the London yeah. Eye. The one, my favorite one so far, because there's, there's no, there's no Glasgow, right? There's no Glasgow <laughs> in Pokemon City, um, which is shite. I'm fine. Actually, on that topic, there's actually not really, this is like, it's not really the UK, it's England. Yeah, mm. Because there's no... Plus Mexico. There's, <laughs> plus Mexico. There's no Scotland. I mean, they're pretty good because there's like Hull stand-in. There's like a Manchester stand-in. Yeah. There's like, they, they're pretty specific. But My favorite one is the one that looks like Bath because Leamington kind of looks yeah. like Bath. What's it called? Like something Sester? Chichester, Siren Sister. That's maybe my favorite one because all the Roman baths and yeah. stuff. The ones where really... Marnie's from. I kind of liked the. Oh, the oh, like. I guess it's like Camden. Oh, I don't no, know. I can't like... remember the name. <gasps> what? Yeah. It's like Squidgewick. It's not that. Squidgewick. It's something like that. It starts with <laughs> SQ, though. Um, I mean, I go, but I was just mostly the further into the game I got, the more the realization dawned on me that nowhere, the, I wasn't going to get to go to Scotland, basically. Des despite help particularly plagued by scottish trainer memes i'm sure you've been no, <laughs> no. actually can we have a small segment about this because <laughs> yeah when some. that when that got announced because i'm assuming because she has the the plaid skirt right like that's it that's the and, uh, the, the beret the plaid, yeah for whatever reason that's the basis for her being scottish and i have been plagued with people sending me bad impressions of scottish to be specific this really pisses me off because it's impressions of working class scottish people mm. and they are the that's the joke that working class scottish people sound funny and i'm i'm genuine it's not a jokey like i'm saying i'm genuinely fucking sick of this it's really fucking annoying because it's really classist and it's really fuck it really pisses me off and i but this blew up because i tweeted um a, i somebody sent me one of the comics of it and i retweeted it um and was like if any of you's ever send me this again i will fucking kick you down <laughs> and it was like and then I went away from Twitter for whatever reason, came back, and the next day it had blown up. Everyone was outraged about it, but for two reasons. Because this comic, because um, I hadn't been following the game, so one of the, the other problems with this comic hadn't occurred to me. 
But um, yeah, basically, is it Nessa? Yeah. Yeah, basically, they'd 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 made her white in this comic. Oh. Yeah, and yeah. um, I didn't follow the game, so I had no idea that, that was a thing. But like, I you know, so between that and then the bad Scottish thing, this person was getting a lot of shit. But yeah, the comic artists got reached out to me to to because they redrafted oh, yeah. the Scottish slang. And they were like, "Oh, see, it's more authentic now." And I was like, mm. "I was like, well, it kind of is, but that's that wasn't even a fucking issue. Like, it wasn't even how accurate you got it. The point is, I don't like my sector of Scotland being a fucking butt of a joke for you. Like, fuck off. And uh, and also, like, nobody in Scotland would sound like that and dress <laughs> like that. Like, fuck <laughs> off. Like, if it was some wee some wee dafty in a tracksuit, maybe. <laughs> but like, please just let Scottish people make jokes about Scottish things because outside of Scotland, nobody fucking gets it. Spike myth. That's the one. Okay, so not SQ. Spike myth. P is close. I mean, if, you know. Oh, it's yeah. just I want to move to Spike myth. <laughs> yeah, because that was, it was just like an alleyway. Yeah. With like run down shops with closed So basically Camden. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought it was interesting they went in that direction because so much of it, like Ballon Lee, the fairy oh, yeah. village in the woods. I loved yeah. It was so like, like a lovely idealized version of the UK. And then you get to Spike myth yeah. and it's like graffiti and like rubbish on the floor. That is my ideal version of the UK, to be honest. <laughs> that is the UK. I mean, that's, yeah, I'm glad, that, I'm glad yeah. that they went there because so much of the rest of it was idealized. Also like there's no power spot, hotspot there. Mm, um, yeah, so and like the trainer has to, has to like make his way in the, oh, yeah. in the whatever elite four or gym. Challenge. Uh, yeah, with, without that. Without the Dynamax power. Postwick. <laughs> Wedgehurst. <laughs> what was the other place? Something on sea? Was there something on sea? I mean, Stow on side. The if you told me those were actual places in England since I've yeah. moved to England, I would totally <laughs> believe it. I would be like, oh, aye, aye, sure. There's no Scottish representation, but there is a song that has bagpipes in it. Yeah, there's a bit. The best bit of the soundtrack, though, is the 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 gym battle music and does that nineties <laughs> EDM shit. That's the so best. <laughs> Fucking love Actually, it so much. The best is the boutique music. That mm. was so good. It was a very savory. Can you hum it? No, because <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not distinct. It's just when I hear it, I'm like, oh, this sounds really good, but. How did you it. how did you feel about going into the the tournament in the kind of like football stadium style of like walking out from the tunnel and like everyone cheering? I loved it. I did think it was quite charming because yeah. It, yeah, it just reminded me of like sitting in like the Tottenham Stadium when I was a kid oh. and going, I wonder what it feels like to walk underneath there and like walk out onto the pitch. Mm. That was pretty cute. Because yeah. um, you get to pick your 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 strip. Yes. What numbers did you pick? Twenty seven. Three. Three cubed. My favorite number. <laughs> Um, that's very three because that's my favorite number. <laughs> uh, I picked sixty nine. Of course you did. <laughs> and, we know. Um, <laughs> but sex, incidentally, sex is my. I, my initial intent was to just have sex because I was like, sex is my favorite number. But then I realized they let you pick two numbers, and well, I bet everyone did like sixty nine or four twenty. Yeah. Like that I was had my daughter's birthday. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> You've uh, made it wholesome. <laughs> 69 to okay um <laughs> uh no deal, but, I didn't, but the um well they got better but mm. the the gym challenges, challenges were yeah. basic as hell good. Yeah. <laughs> the one the one that annoyed me what's the the one that was the pinball shit uh -huh. oh, oh yeah. fucking hated that oh, God, yeah. funnily enough i ran into a very similar bit in breath of the wild about the same time and i was like Nintendo, fucking stop this. <laughs> what were you going to say, Jay? No, that's the one that you had to spin the thing, yeah. right? God. 
No, it was terrible. I thought the sheep one was pretty darling. But That's then, yeah. Cute. But also yeah. just, you're really running easy. in a straight line. <laughs> it was cute. It was very easy, which yeah. is why I liked it. I was like, great, done. Um, so Twitter user at Machine Maheen wrote in to us at community at glasshouse.games and wanted to know our thoughts on the general design and aesthetics of the new Pokemon. <laughs> there are a few in particular they threw out, but part, uh, particularly the final evolutions of the starters and the new fossil Pokemon. Um, obviously, uh, we can go into any particular egregious or good ones. All the stars well. get we, ugly, don't we? They? all went with Grookey, didn't we? We did. The three of us, apart from, yeah, Peth, uh, you went with the oh, fire I one? started, well... Oh, you've got all of them, because of course you have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think, but Grookey was my first um, choice. I don't know why I almost said love. Grookey gets so ugly, though. Hey! Oh, well, Thwacky is pretty ugly, but Rillaboom is pretty good. I mean, he's cool, but he's not... Great the cuteness head of hair. Gone. Yeah, but I'd rather have a big, like, ape hey, than I mean, uh, it... that Inteleon. They're like, this is James basically an, an emo kid. <laughs> I kind of liked the... the see his evolution not as his evolutions but kind of he started he started as this yeah crybaby mm. sobble and then becoming this kind of like really confident in himself i'm not saying that is my favorite grookey being the like grookey was just out there for a good time when they do the intro and yeah. grookey's just like banging sticks i was like this kid i think the, the most consistent is school bunny like mm. looks cool is like you know the cool kid on the playground, and there's like the cool teenager reboot, and he puts his like yeah, yeah no, I love that pocket. Yeah, <laughs> is it wearing clothes? Yeah, it's I got will. a hoodie on. But is that part of its body? Doesn't matter. No. Don't matter. It looks cool. <laughs> I, I score for sheer look. I think going back as much as I love Grookey, I think yeah. Score Bunny is closer to my to to me now, yeah. where I'm like a professional footballer. Pe- no, a piece of shit. <laughs> just just a scumbag kid. I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's be real. That's more. And then Cinderace is pretty cool. I thought like you mean yeah. Cinderace. <laughs> I'm. I hope you know that that's all I'm going to call it now, and all the other kids are going to laugh at me. And I bring up, oh, have you evolved into Cinderace? And they're like, Sam. <laughs> oh wait, no, I will be the annoying aunt at all the parties that brings up. Oh, you, you <laughs> called Cinderace? It's called Cinderace. <laughs> um, did any, did any of you see any of the new fossil Pokemon? I didn't uh, get that far. I got a couple of the fossils, but I was just like... I liked mm. that they were mix and match. That yeah. was quite cool. Well, it was just kind of weird. funny. I think it was funny because it was just like, if you talk to the, you talk to the, I don't know what kind of scientist that, that Poké scientist was supposed to be, but she's just kind of loopy. And I don't, I feel like the implication is that she doesn't actually know what she's doing. She's just like mixing the but fossils. The and idea then you get... that you could create a Pokemon from parts from multiple Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Just like stick my, them together. Um, my favorite one aesthetically of the new bunch mm-hmm. is, oh, what's it? Is it called Phalanx? It's the, it's the one that's like <gasps> yeah. the, yeah. and the like way it. they, because when you go camping and they move in formation and stuff oh, and all their moves, right. like yeah. they're, that is so I, cool. I called mine Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Because it's the formation Pokemon. Okay. 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 Thank you. Okay. Thank you. I like. Um. I particularly like it. Uh. Beyond just the design, like aesthetically, because I mean, I might be just be reading too much into it. No. But because it's a fighting Pokemon, uh, which is like are weak to psychic, but it looks like a bug, and mm. bug are strong against psychic. So it's like a this. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this na- natural Sorry. selection thing, right? Where it's like it's taken on a form. Uh, oh. That's. To avoid psychic Pokemon. It's like Pseudo Widow, the pretend tree. Yeah. yeah. That's rock. 
So, I like um, phalanx because it kind of seems like a, like a Roman army. Yeah, right? mm. like it's got like well, yeah, the phalanx. Like, shield. Yeah, it's just cool. They're they're that was one of my favorite. Just because the whole thing, like the way they moved and they had all different, they moved into different formations for different moves and mm. stuff. Like, and the way that you come across them in the route, yeah, they're not they're walking right. around yeah. like normal Pokemon. They're like going through the tunnels. I thought so that was quite cool. cool. Yeah. But, yeah, they were they were maybe my favorite of the like inter of designs of the new Pokemon. Any favorites, Jay? I don't know if it's I, I well I know that this one definitely isn't new. Purloin is just new to me because I hadn't played the other one. No Pokemon should have loin in the name. <laughs> oh, it's really cute. It's like a cute little like mischievous cat. I was like, that's cool, and I liked its evolution. But I think new to um Sword and Shield, I think Hatrine and like that mm. those three, um, I think were really, really cool because it was almost kind of like weird a little... final one with like a single yeah. hand out of the hat. <laughs> but, but I like the little Velociraptor. Yeah, I don't know if it's new to sword or shield, but the little Velociraptor. The little baby that you oh, get as a trade that's like poison? No, it's the one it uh, becomes, one that becomes like a Tyranitar. Toxel. Toxel. Yeah. Oh, I really like Toxel, yeah. Yeah. Toxel's cute. And that it has two two evolved forms depending on its like Low key personality. Versus yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. I think I really liked uh Yay. Oh Perline's cute. So cute. Oh I hate I hated that one. Look <laughs> at it. Smug as fuck. Yeah, it's like dark and like cool. It looks so smug, I hate it's it. It's wearing like gloves. Did What's anybody it? get a dreepy? A dreepy Excuse me. Can you please Google that kit? Dreepy. dreepy i liked anything that it was, was a... that was like uk specific anything that i was like this is an english pokemon <laughs> and like anything in so the game the where I was galarian like, wheezing yeah 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 <laughs> i mean i called my what did i call mine uh oh, ebenezer <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. with a top hat fog or smokestacks we're just like i liked all the i liked all the bugs I like. I didn't like Yamper, but I liked that it existed. Oh, I thought that thing was so ugly. It looked like a piss dog. I just <laughs> didn't. I was Yamper. like, its evolve form is quite good. It's, yeah, Bolt was it? Bolton. Yeah, that's the one. Bolt. I was like, that's good, Bolton. but Yamper itself is. Oh ugly. no, bad! I don't like this. <laughs> Dreepy the eyes. Ooh, I don't like it. Oh, and it evolves into the thing that shoots baby yeah, Dreepy baby out Dreepies, of its yeah. cannon. I like this one. Oh, I've been having but a conversation. Not in with like Alex a sense of like how cute it is. Sorry. <laughs> I like I like Mimikyu though the creepy oh, ass Pokemon. Yeah. That's, That's so one of my, my favorites. Whether or not it's not a new one. No. The description for Mimikyu, where it's like no one has seen what the Pokemon actually looks like and lived to talk about it. Kind of <laughs> love it. Love that energy. Very... I was talking to Alex Hearn about the thing that Dreepy evolves into because it's like you know Alex is doing his whole not playing games that have guns in mm. them. It's like is that a gun? <laughs> oh, it's yeah. a Pokemon that shoots other Pokemon out from its orifices. That's a. Uh... <laughs> well, Order of Strangers Wrath had that thing. Are there where any guns you... that shoot humans? <laughs> well, Order of Strangers Wrath had that thing where you shot live ammo, other creatures, and he specifically said that the reason he does he uses creatures and launches them is because he doesn't like guns. So on the basis of Oddworld Strangers Wrath, that's not a gun. Yeah, look at that. It's a gun. That's yeah. not a gun. Blastoise. Shoots water out of its true. Yeah. If Last you throw a person at another person, cannon, you don't yeah. become a gun. I don't think that's a gun. Mm. Uh, worst, worst new Pokemon. Oh my god, we don't have enough time. <laughs> Applin? The f is that? <laughs> What's oh, Applin? Is that? It's an apple it's with an like apple two eyes. With a oh, with yeah. a baby dragon. I love no, it's the dragon. He's. The, it's not. I don't remember he's that hiding one. in an apple. The dragon is hiding in an apple. It's mm. it's just there's just a bunch of ones that are just really bland. Like there's a there's just a bunch of them that, that are like shit. <laughs> there's just like a bunch that are like really they're like like knockoff of other Pokemon I remember. Like there's a bunch of ice ones that just they just look. I'm like I, 
I, I can't even remember them right there's, now. They're just they've made no impression. There's the one that's the little bear that has the snot coming oh, out. Oh, not a fan. Hate that not shit. a fan. Yeah. Nasty. No one I really like in the new one, the teapot one. Oh, Poltygeist. Poltygeist. Mm-hmm. Very you know good. what's really funny, or in, I don't know if it's interesting, but they <laughs> that there is a there's a real version and a fake yeah, version, and like yeah. only like five oh. percent uh, or whatever all that exists are actually, <laughs> and you can tell. There's, there's, you can't even tell in game except if you Dynamax it, and there's like during the cutscene, during the cutscene on the bottom of the, the teacup, you'll see like an engraving. Oh, that's kind of cute. Uh, that's cool. Cute? That uh, is interesting. Cute. I'm into it. Yeah. Um, I like details. You can tell by the item that they evolve from, because uh, yeah, if you click well. on it. But it's... like as far as in game, uh, like there's no yeah, yeah there's yeah. no visual uh, clarification. Um, I don't know how close we are to wrapping up, but just a quick question for you: Like, do you get into the competitive stuff at all? Because, like, I peeled, like, very gently peeled back the layer of, um, like, competitive Pokemon and like learn about the IVs and EVs mm-hmm. and all of this, those kind of stats. Is that something that you? It's something I have done, mm-hmm. um, and uh, was kind of curious to see what it was like this time. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's honestly like just still. It's almost more tedious now than it has been, even though they've made uh, they've made some strides in the past and still are making strides, I think, to make it more accessible as far as like getting the perfect stats for mm. uh, for competitive Pokemon. But like it's still just where it's almost faster to still just breed it, which is a really slow process. Uh, I mean, they've made things better, but like now, like the battle tower in the post game is the how you get currency to get like training or training pills or <laughs> mints or whatever thing. Love to, to get. drug my Pokemon. Yeah, to get them. So like, because you might have a Pokemon that you realized wasn't ideal for the kind of moveset that you were trying to mm. get it for. And you're like, shit, I don't want to have to breed a whole new Pokemon to just use this new uh, moveset. So like yeah. they introduced things like training and pills to just like change the same one, which is good. But it takes so fucking slow to get enough currency to buy uh, oh. any of those things to alter Especially the Pokemon. Especially if you're using all your money on clothes. Yeah, it, versus just like, you pro- if you bred the first one, you probably can breed the second one a lot quicker and sure. then just like use a bunch of candies to get them to whatever level is relevant. Uh, so, and plus just like all the add-on unfun shit to competitive battles, which is kind of like why fewer Pokemon is a little bit annoying because if you have inherently less options to choose from, there's less mm. variety through all of the like the teams that you meet are much less ver- varied, which means that there's just less strategies and less like mm. consideration for any of that. Even though the vast, a lot of those are shit when you're only talking about like a few dozen competitively viable Pokemon, taking away 400 means that you're taking away like 50 other yeah. uh, competitively viable ones. Okay. Um, and then just uh, stuff like Dynamaxing is really not great in the competitive scene because it's so broken i'm sure i'm surprised it wouldn't be banned like that seems like something it's banned if you play like uh through channels that like are curated i guess Mm. but if you're playing through the game itself it's not banned because they're trying to push the new thing in their in their game did any of you get a gigantamax pokemon no i got a snorlax gigantamax snorlax (gasps) yes the absolute (laughs) unit yes (laughs) with like the tree growing out of its belly yeah Yes. Should we talk the story? Talk about the story at all? I mean, is that like a thing? I mean, I think I don't think the story is great or anything, but the writing was frequently surprisingly entertaining. There's a recurring joke about like Hop 
noticing like gamey elements that yeah. no and then them quickly smash cutting away because there's a bit he keeps commenting on the fact that his brother just shows up and he's like how the hell did you know where we're here and then it just cuts to the next bit of the conversation <laughs> that no one ever addresses concern i didn't understand why they kept talking about leon always like being terrible with directions like, why are you banging on about that <laughs> it's kind of it almost became mean like they're yeah. bullying <laughs> It was just like an excuse for you to go along with Leon because no one wanted you or Hop around yeah, no. for yeah. any of the important Until stuff. Until you were champion. Until yeah. you were champion. And then all of a sudden, yep, you've got to do all the battles. Um, I mean, the climax, which <laughs> the climax I feel like is, well, just not even, I mean, before that. So there's the chairman, right? Yeah. Who kind of turns face. But like, uh, yeah. he's literally just butting into the final battle or whatever and it's like oh actually i'm causing another darkest day mm. <laughs> like the ramp like out of nowhere so sudden i yeah. was like oh okay <laughs> capitalism is the evil here um cool. i did i mean i'm down with that all yeah. through the game i was like everyone who keeps talking about how great the chairman is and how many companies he owns i was like oh this is making me feel a bit uncomfortable mm. but the fact that he turned out to be an eco-terrorist <laughs> like he's trying to like solve the energy crisis yeah. and everyone was like should we go <laughs> and he was like no let's do it now and then it's like no he's the bad guy yeah that didn't feel i didn't like that message i mean the, i mean obviously the politics of pokemon in general are fucked but um <laughs> for that particular thing yeah rub me yeah because they make him out and then then yeah he's a new and that's actually a recurring thing because there's a lot of movies to that effect of like billionaires that turn out to be equal terrorists and it's like that's not a thing that's that has no relevance in the real world. Jeff Bezos is secretly trying to save the world. <laughs> it's terrible. Do you um, think that we let things slide in games uh, that we would otherwise lambast based on factors potentially like nostalgia or art style or like how how nice it is or yes, but I don't think that's necessarily a bad. Th like I don't think that's n like uh, there's a Steve Barton's when he did it i remember i don't know if it was in a review but i remember him talking about he hated when people going if when a criticism arkham asylum was if this didn't have batman in it you wouldn't be praising it and he was like yeah but it's got batman in it <laughs> and it's like i don't think you can discount those things that are used whether they are nostalgia or stuff i don't i think it can be used cheaply but i don't think you can discount the value of those things because you can have interesting you can use those things to have interesting conversations in art like i don't think those things are inherently bad so i think i think this game it is a weird place though because it's sword didn't feel particularly nostalgic at all like coming to this from like like yellow mm -hmm. Like they use recycle some sound effects and some music, but a lot of it like bum, this bum, 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 bum. like but most of it like doesn't was not familiar really. Like even the like the thing into battle is not the it's not the same thing. And I was like, there's a real lack of like nostalgia, which I on some level I was kinda disappointed because I wanted this to be pure comfort food. But on another level, it was like I kind of was like, well, they've gone. Times have changed. Like I don't know if this is nostalgic to some other point in sure. Pokemon history, but for me, it was like this may as well be just like this really is just like unrelated in a lot of ways. Mm. All right. Well, are we ready here? I think so. Mm. I had uh, my, this is the one time I think I've had my verdict completely ready so, before he came in. Uh, I'm so intrigued. Each of us will give a individual verdict on a five-point scale from hate to love, uh, with potentially any final thoughts, if you wish, um, last words, if you will. Um, uh, who wants to start? Not me. Can I go last? 
I will go first. I just, I liked it. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> I just had a very, I don't think it's phenomenal. I just had a very pleasant time with it, which I don't, it's very rare I get a game that's just nice. So yeah, I liked it. I think it might have been an okay if it wasn't set in the UK, <laughs> but that bumped it up to a like because I was just like, wow. everything was just very, like it wasn't nostalgia. It was just like, this is, I love what they've done here with mm. trying to represent this country and like all the cute little towns, the one that looked like Bath, the Pokemon that's in a teapot. I just thought it was charming. The Mexican town. Uh, apart from that. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I got there, I like turned to everyone who was watching me play and was like, what town <laughs> is this supposed to be? But that's a that. like, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Mm. I didn't love it, but I liked it. Um, I was flying a lot over the holidays and that means watching a lot of lackluster films um, on planes. One of the ones that I watched was Detective Pikachu. <gasps> what a good film. Um... So <laughs> I feel like my thoughts on this game uh, kind of reflect or mirror my thoughts on that in that like the Pokemon elements, good. Everything else kind of shit. Mm. <laughs> um, and like my experience with, yeah, everything about that I was having fun or just kind of getting me through Pokemon Sword and Shield uh, was just that core gameplay loop of the mm. Pokemon evolving and uh, learning new moves and kind of whatever, learning about the new moves or all that. But I mean, if I'm, if I take a step back, I think in the same, maybe kind of what you were touching on before, but like if it wasn't a Pokemon game, if this was just a new thing, or if you've even erased my mind of all Pokemon games and I went into this game, I really feel like I'd have a hard time caring about it. Mm. Uh, like I, obviously I can't do that. I can't erase, yeah. erase the things, but everything else about this game I had a hard time enjoying. Um, not just because of the baggage, the, not yeah. because of the baggage, but like going through, uh, I mean, kind of a lot, everything that we have talked about as far as like the linearity of, and feeling no danger whatsoever ever. And like never actually being able to bond with these creatures that I'm now just actually having as domesticated <laughs> blood sport animals. <laughs> uh, it just felt like for what purpose be, besides Pokemon. And I just don't feel like that was enough of a justification um so so yeah i think i have to say dislike <gasps> wow um i think for me it was like a level of comfort like i would just kind of usually when i'm like hungover i can't really concentrate on anything <laughs> and so i couldn't like sit up to play anything else but i would like sit in bed and just play pokemon and just like really hack my way through it and it like wasn't really challenged at any point. Like I never felt like there were stakes, um, which for a while was like great. But then after a while I was like, okay, I want to care about this more. And mm. there was nothing really pushing me to do that. Um, so I think where there are elements of it that I really, really like, the rest I just don't care about, which for me is like worse than dislike, like actively disliking them. So I think for me that rounds out to about an okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. So. Okay. That is that. So Hovering between a like and okay. I believe yeah. that uh, throwing all those into the special glass house combobulator yeah. leaves us with an official mixed verdict. Um, okay. If you've got thoughts on Pokemon Sword and Shield, feel free to post them over on the forums on glasshouse.games or in the comments to this video. Uh, you can also email us at community at glasshouse.games or tweet us at 
Glass House, or sorry, GHG show. <laughs> uh, thanks for watching, and thank you to Sam, Shay, and Jerrica. Anybody got any ats they want to throw out there? At Jerrica Weber. At Sam M. Greer. At Moods underscore JPEG, but with no E. <laughs> <laughs> so extra. And thank you always to Kit behind the desk for making the show happen every single goddamn week. And of course, to Dancy Parks for the music. We'll have another Reflections next week. See you then.